time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Tuesday, April 12th, CPI print day here in the United States. On Monday, gold shot up from 1940 per ounce to as high as 1971 between 2 a.m. and the 8.30 a.m. New York time. There was an absence of attributable news or events to explain the move other than a mysterious sell-off in the U.S. dollar. Then just as suddenly as gold was slammed back down to 1942 over the next four hours. While the dollar traded back up enough to more than recapture the overnight sell-off, 75% of the dollar's rally was complete before gold was slammed. The Mining Stock Journal said that the more probable explanation for the price ambush on gold is a likely worse-than-expected inflation number today when the CPI for March is released. The newsletter said that as as the sun rises in the east, gold is ritualistically manipulated lower ahead of the CPI. That said, gold managed to bounce after the COMEX closed and ended the day at $1,956 per ounce, up $8 from Friday. Silver followed a similar path as gold, although the early AM rocket launch, as well as the price ambush, occurred an hour later than for gold. Silver closed up $0.35 per ounce from Friday at $25.25. A real battle at $25 is occurring in silver. The mining stocks were slightly lower on the day, likely more affected by the sharp sell-off in the stock market than by the gyrations in gold and silver. We will get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment. But first, a word about today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Integra Resources. Integra Resources is advancing the past-producing Delamar project in southwestern Idaho. The company has continued to demonstrate resource growth and conversion through greenfield and brownfield exploration to further de-risk and advance the project towards permitting. Integra Resources trades on the TSXV under ITR and the NYSE American under ITRG. And here's what you need to know this morning. Jose Maria Resources received approval from the Mining Authority of San Juan, Argentina for the Environmental Social Impact Assessment for its Jose Maria Copper Gold Silver Project, allowing the company to start the Early Works program for the future mine development. This crucial approval comes a couple of weeks before the company's shareholders are due to vote on whether to accept a $625 million Canadian takeover offer from Lundin Mining on a fully diluted basis. Independent proxy advisors firms Institutional Shareholder Services and Glass, Lewis and Company firms both recommended that Jose Maria shareholders vote for the takeover. Jose Maria hosts proven and probable mineral reserves of 6.7 billion pounds of copper, 7 million ounces of gold, and 30.7 million ounces of silver, and is on track to be the next mine development in San Juan. We spoke to President and CEO Adam Lundin last night, and that interview will be on the podcast later today. Jose Maria Resources trades on the TSX under JOSE and on the OTCQB under JOSMF. 
Calibri Mining announced assay results from ongoing resource conversion and expansion drilling at its Pan Gold Mine in Nevada, which continues to demonstrate resource expansion and bolster confidence in known zones, boding well for future resource updates as it infills and steps out a long strike between past and active mining areas. Highlights included 18.3 metres, grading 1.29 grams per tonne in hole 53 at the dynamite target, 15.2 metres, grading 0.95 grams per tonne in hole 58, dual between known resource areas at the June target, and 25.9 metres, grading 0.75 grams per tonne in hole 40, confirming the presence of new mineralised breccia bodies at the Black Stallion target. The 50,000 metre 2022 pan drill programme is the largest in over five years on the project. Calibri Mining trades on the TSX under CXB and on the OTCQX under CXBMF. Maguma Gold provided results from its 2021 diamond drill program at the Caribou Gold Project located 10 kilometers north of Atlantic Gold's Tokoi Mine and Moose River Consolidated Mill site and surrounded by Atlantic Gold claims holding in Nova Scotia. Hole 1 intersected six gold-bearing intervals ranging up to 37.1 grams per ton gold over 1.1 meter at a depth of 200 meters. Although planned as a twin, hole 2 was actually collared on a site 18 meters long strike that intersected 10.86 grams per ton gold over 11.2 meters. Hole 2 intersected four gold zones ranging up to 6.9 grams per ton gold over 4.83 meters. Maguma Gold trades on the CSE with NSAU. Liberty Gold has further defined and expanded the higher grade core zone within the range front area at its Black Pine Gold Oxide project in Idaho to an area of about 500 metres by 1 kilometre, with high grade intercepts ranging from 20 to 115 metres in length. It said the mineralisation trends shallower as drilling expands the footprint east toward the current range front resource pits and to the north towards the historical heap leach pad. The lower grade mineralized envelope surrounding the high grade core is also closer to surface, which the company said should have a positive impact on strip ratio in a future mining scenario. An additional 23 reverse circulation holes from the winter program are pending. Highlights included 54.9 meters, grading 1.49 grams per tonne in hole 554 and 115.8 meters, grading 0.34 grams per tonne in hole 565. Liberty recently completed a $30 million Canadian financing to support its exploration and development efforts. Liberty Gold trades on the TSX under LGD and on the OTCQX under LGDTF. Prime Mining announced results from 26 drill holes into the Guadalupe East, one of eight deposits at its Los Reyes Gold Silver project in Sinaloa, Mexico. The company said drilling hit a second high-grade ore chute at Guadalupe East with Bonanza grades encountered in a 550 step out from the 2020 inferred open pit boundary. Highlights included 4.3 meters grading 52 grams per ton gold and 1,007.6 grams per ton silver in hole 32 at the Estacas vein. 236 drill holes have been completed across the project with 69 pending receipt of assay data. Prime has nine drills operating as part of the 50,000 meter phase two program. Prime mining trades on the TSXV under PRYM and on the OTCQB under PRMNF. 
Novo Resources has agreed to sell its 15 million shares in newfound gold to a company controlled by Eric Sprott for gross proceeds of 125.9 million Canadian dollars, pursuant to an arm's length negotiations representing an aggregate 9.3% premium to market. Completion of the transaction will leave Novo debt-free and with a pro forma cash balance of almost 97 million Canadian dollars, providing it with the flexibility to advance exploration efforts across the Pilbara and Victoria, while expediting a feasibility study on the fresh component of the company's Beaton Creek project in Nulagain, Western Australia. Novo Resources trades on the TSX under NVO and under OTCQX under NSRPF. Marathon Gold provided an update on development planning for the Valentine Gold project in Newfoundland and Labrador, with guidance on the remaining regulatory approvals and permitting, as well as execution strategy and schedule. It said that following the recent provincial cabinet approval of the project and the closing of the $185 million U.S. term loan credit facility, early works will start in the third quarter upon the receipt of final regulatory approvals and site permits, which will support a schedule for first gold production in late 2024. A new technical report and production schedule is being drafted for release later this year, which will incorporate a new project-wide mineral resource estimate, which is expected to show a larger and better constrained open pit measured and indicated resource. Marathon Gold trades on the TSX with MOZ. And finally today, FPX Nickel has appointed Anne Curry to its board of directors, effective immediately. Curry is a recognised leader in the permitting of major Canadian mining projects with over 30 years of experience in the private and public sectors, including a former senior partner with leading global consultancy, environmental resources management and in her prior role as British Columbia's Chief Gold Commissioner, the Chief Regulatory Authority for the Mineral Tenure Act. Uh, so it should be an eventful, perhaps volatile day here in the space. We'll see how the CPI print comes out just minutes after we get this recorded. So that concludes today's morning briefing. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. So until later today, I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.